I've been doing laundry and I watched a bunch of Castle and I did some homework and I... I'm doing laundry right now. I've never felt closer to you. And I knit a hat today. Oh my goodness. I know. I'm wearing a hat that someone probably knit. A, a machine probably our, knit our the hat are... that you're wearing. Really? Yeah. My friend Margie is a machine. Oh, really? You? <laughs> you said probably. <laughs> Just kidding. It's from Abercrombie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it's from, actually, but it's definitely not, like, handmade. Anyway. Someone's hands were involved, some would say. So, it's been a very nice day. I don't have any classes this week because it's Thanksgiving. So, I just have to work. And Linus is licking his asshole. Yeah, I just wanted to give you a better view. Thank you. I appreciate it. He's a bit of an exhibitionist, and I know you're a bit of a voyeur. So, I thought, you know, I could please both of you in one. I don't know where you got that misconception about me. Oh, from your Tinder bio. <laughs> I've been banned from Tinder for life, so that oh, definitely that's right. wasn't me. Somebody's catfishing you. I thought it was weird that we matched. Yeah, I would definitely but, swipe so, like, left on you. Those 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 conversations we had, that wasn't you? No. Oh. Well, I, I guess I just thought we like really had kind of connected. Sorry about that. I don't think you are, is the problem. Yeah, I'm actually not. One, two, three, four, go! Falling in love is such an easy thing to do. Let's get to it, please yeah. can do it. Yeah. Let's stop talking, yeah. let's get to it. Let's fall in love. Um, you didn't ask, but my day was fine, too. Yeah, I don't really care, but... No, like I said, I was at work, like quite a bit late because a lady started yelling at me because otter boxes don't come with screen protectors anymore it's like that's not my choice i didn't force you to drive here to tell me this yeah what (laughs) yeah she was like angry because she's like oh i drove all this way because i thought i could get one here and i'm like well if I'm you, I'm checking online before I drive an hour to pick up something that you don't know is in store. That's annoying. But. No, did most you of kill my job her? Getting... Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. I did take her out back and kind of old yeller her in a way. Whenever a customer gets a little too <laughs> rabid with me, I do take her out back and force my mother to shoot them. That's not what happens in the old, old yeller. Did you ever read where the red fern grows? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I where the red fern grows them, uh, meaning I make them chase a raccoon until one of their stomachs splits and their entrails get tangled up in the brambles. And then I cry while I hold them together. Spoilers for where the red fern grows. If there's any fourth graders listening to our podcast. <laughs> Our biggest demo is 12 and under. Wait, how old is 4th grade? That's like 10. Yeah, 9 or 10. Well. If you're 9 or 10 listening to this, um... Seek seek help. help, first of all. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait. I should record the Zoom.
Recording in progress. I hate that bitch. She's a very nice lady. I, I was talking about little Anne from Where the Red Bird Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Because she's a, she's a female dog. Never mind. I always heard that jokes called... are the best when you have to explain them. Well, you see, so the thing is, like, I don't think you quite get it because you just don't have, like, the the knowledge that I do. Like, a female dog is technically called a bitch. And little Anne from Where the Red Ferns Grows, she was a dog. So, like, scientifically, okay, like, not only are you looking at me, like, Linus is glaring over in disgust. I know he can't actually understand me, but, like, he's giving me such a withering glare. That I feel really bad about myself, so maybe I'm just going to quit the podcast. Okay. I have Matt on speed dial, so. Matt could never. <laughs> Matt would never. That's true, it's not a could, it's Matt would not. Yeah, I would call Matt and okay. he would block me. Yeah. Um, how, yeah, how, how was your day otherwise? Did you go to church this morning? Hmm. I went to the Temple of Rising and Grindin', uh, meaning that my call time at work was 9.45, and I um, breezed in at uh, 9.58, about two minutes before opening. Any other um, business to bring up at the front end? Don't think so. Because my back end is taking a beating today. Can I tell you something really vulnerable? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, but, like, right above my ass, I must have scratched it or something. And it hurts every time I bend. Anytime those cheeks clap a little too loud, I'm in pain. I'm keeping this in the podcast. I hope you know What? I'm keeping this in the podcast. That's fine. I need people to know my truth. Um, If if you've been to MedCamp and know why... (laughs) Not my ass crack, but the area just above it is in such pain. Sound off in the comments. The Lord gives his hardest battles to his strongest warriors. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I'm like the Virgin Mary, but instead of a birth, um, he gave me an STD, I think. I don't think that's an STD. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. I had this really good joke that I wanted to share on the podcast, but I don't remember what it is. Okay, Um, can I finish my little Virgin Mary bit? (laughs) Sure. That's the thing they don't tell you. Not only did he give Mary a baby, he also gave her HPV. Great. On that note, welcome to Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers. My name is Aaron. And my name is Jesse. Um, this is the episode called My Girlfriend's Back. It should have been called My Girlfriend's Back is Being Blown Out by Some Other Guy. so sorry <laughs> yeah yeah you should be um yeah i'm in a weird mood today yeah 
Um, so this episode was directed by Anson Williams, heir to the Heimlich fortune. (laughs) What does that mean? This is the guy whose grandfather invented the Heimlich maneuver. Oh, that's right. Thanks, Sam and Jordan. Um, Yeah. It was written by Elaine Arada. It aired blood on her hands. <laughs> it aired on August 9th, twenty ten. That's like seven days before my birthday. I know next week will be your birthday. Okay, don't spoil it. And it had two point six five million viewers. <sighs> do you have biblical context? I do. Okay. Um. In news that I'm sure made my um, 14 years old self very happy on August 9th, 2010, former Vice President Dick Cheney released from hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That's my article, too. Is it really? <laughs> Mine is Cheney released from hospital. Former Vice President Dick Cheney has been released from a hospital in suburban Washington after doctors implant- implanted a pump in his chest last month. It's too bad they couldn't have fixed his damaged heart before all the... war in Iraq. Why did I think Dick Cheney was in Guantanamo? Was in it? Yeah. Um, he helped revolutionize the waterboarding practice within Guantanamo. <laughs> Honestly, I have a lot to thank Dick Cheney for, because if it weren't for him, I probably never would have come in first in a waterboarding contest. I'm just going to release that. I'm going to cut all the audio around it, too. <laughs> I have a lot to thank Dick Cheney for. <laughs> You're going to have to write a notes app apology, mister. Look, Dick Cheney, okay? He's not Al Gore. And that's, I think, not enough people are talking about that. So, okay, we open this episode and we're at the Ulysses S. Grant School. Which, okay, I need to tell you something really embarrassing. This was, like, the first time I watched this on, like, the big TV and, like, high definition in my living room. And I thought it was a different school set because everything was so much brighter and like, Man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, everything was like, yeah. Also, before we even begin, I forgot, and I don't think I mentioned this last week on the previously on, I forgot how funny Grace's approach when they're talking about how Griffin needs a serious girlfriend is. Like she truly like creeps up like hunched back and is like i could use a serious g- boyfriend so funny comedy gold anyway the whole previously on so we start with alice and henry and ben it's the last day of school because since amy went to camp it has only it's been only been two, two weeks. fucking weeks it's been like a season and a half so Allison, Henry, and Ben are talking. Ben wants them to get away from him. He's pining over Amy and is waiting for her to call him back. 
and his locker is covered in Amy's pictures. Disgusting. Adrian comes up, Alice and Henry disappear, and Adrian is like, I think our baby should speak Spanish. And Ben is like, I don't know Spanish. And she goes, your entire house does. And he's like, well, except for me and my dad and Betty. And we find out Betty also speaks Spanish. That's so true. But you did forget the most iconic part of the scene. Is it when she rips Amy's picture in half? No, it's Linus. Knock it off. You're being obnoxious. Um, it's when Henry and Alice leave, and Henry says "adios," and Grace mutters some, or not Grace. Adrian mutters something in Spanish before saying that she thinks their baby should speak. I know, Spanish. but do you know what she muttered? No, that's why I was hoping that you. No, I don't know. Took care of it. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Usually you're the one who, like, Google translates it, and... Yeah. I was going to, but I was too busy giggling, because I was going to make a comment, like, was that an intentional choice to have him say adios when Grace shows up as sort of a weird little racial thing? Fuck. Yes, I mean Adrian. Um, But then she responded in Spanish, and I'm like, oh, it was to set up this weird little... Yeah. Fun kind of joke. So I think there's important context for... um, me watching this episode that like the listeners should know and it's that when I started watching this episode my will to live was like probably if not a little bit lower than normal like a normal amount and then when I finished watching the episode um they actually found that I had no will to live yeah yeah i was resuscitated by some paramedics and now here i am recording yeah yeah anyway adrian is like get over amy ben she's making points he's like but i can't and like you and ricky are friends with amy and she's talking to you but how come she's not talking to me and adrian is like because because you fucking suck ben you're a bad person but adrian is like maybe amy loved you more than she loved ricky and me and i was like the nicest way she could say you suck ben right but amy slept with ricky so i'm picking up the subtext that amy and adrian slept together I think so. Yeah, that's the only thing different between any of their relationships was um, sex, I believe. I don't understand the sentence you just said. I didn't really either, and I was hoping you'd kind of be able to piece it together and rephrase it in a way that it made sense. No. So So that's so we're just going to let me look like an ass out here. Cool. Yeah. Love the teamwork, friends. So she... There's, like, drama, whatever. Ricky walks by, Adrian grabs Ricky and Rick and is like, Ricky, talk to Ben. And Ricky is like, no, he never shuts the fuck up about Amy. I'm not saying shit to him. That's good. Yeah, I'm happy for Ricky. Boundaries. Yeah, we just you know? boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries like I'm not gonna talk to a whiny little bitch. Yeah. And then Adrian says that they were all sympathetic up to a point, but their threshold has been reached, which I really relate to. Well, that's the thing, because, like, they were trying so hard to deal with his whiny nonsense, but he just doesn't stop talking. And it's not, like, he's like, oh, I just want to know. Like, she owes it to me to know. And, like, the last time you saw her, she straight up said she never wanted to see you again and that you were over. Yeah. What more do you want to know, Ben? What more do you want to know? 
And then Ben is annoyed about Ricky and Adrian being friends. And she's like, well, you have to have a friendship for like the basis of a relationship. And he's like, well, I seriously doubt Ricky ever wants to marry you. He's such an ass for no reason. Yeah. And then she's like pissed, but she's like, we have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. We get, it's a, it's our first sonogram. Fuck you. And then it's just Ben in the hallway. Then everyone else has cleared out. It's only Ben. It's the last day of school. And I just, you know, do, do we remember when he was walking around the school and was just hallucinating Amy I won't let you disappear. I won't let you disappear. I want that energy back. Called, I want Ben to... Be institutionalized. (laughs) No, absolutely not. That's a horrible thing to say. I think you could help him. (laughs) Institution... Uh, I'm not going to get on my soapbox. I think Ben should seek help. At an institution. <laughs> not at an institution. I do not and think Ben should be... one that doesn't let him leave. I don't think Ben should be institutionalized. Are you kidding me? If Ben gets institutionalized, you know he's going to, like, a celebrity treatment that's center true. that's, like, basically a 17-star resort. So institutionalization from him is a lot different. Oh, sorry, Linus is praying in the background. <laughs> to, to your cat's poster. To my cat's poster. <laughs> I do not think he should be institutionalized. No, I guess I don't either. I don't know. I have a lot of complicated feelings about institutionalization. Okay, so then we go to the theme. Do you have an alternative theme? Um, My neck, my back, but it's changed to my girl, friend's back, my pussy and my crack. (laughs) Why did you not change the second <laughs> it fits so well, right? My girlfriend's back, my pussy, and my girl. Oh my god, no. All right. You're canceled. Uh, what's yours? Um, mine is off of Adele's album 30. Oh, I haven't listened to that. I cried. Let me tell oh, that's you. That's not funny. I'm sorry. I don't know why I burst out laughing. No, I it's a, it's a it's very good, but it is emotional. I'm saving it for my divorce is the thing. Yeah. I actually got divorced this weekend, so it was like perfect. But um the papers are on their way to you, by the way, so um For divorce? Yeah, for I Well, I mean now that I know that you were catfishing me on fucking <laughs> Tinder. Um, no, but the the song Love is a Game from her album Ooh. 30. I think that's appropriate. Okay. So. Wow. So you, every week one of us has to say a nonsense answer. The other one has to be like, yeah, I put a lot of thought into this and this song really fits the I've vibe of the episode. I've put thought into each and every one of mine. Yeah, and I put nonsense into each and every one of mine. The one time I gave a serious suggestion, you told me you regretted doing this segment. <laughs> well, if you're going to be a pretentious music boy. Pretentious? Are you kidding me? <laughs> because I recommend an artist that I think most of our listeners would enjoy. 
Sorry, I can't recommend Adele, okay? (laughs) I changed my mind. My theme song is fucking Red by Taylor Swift. The new version. Taylor's version. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Listen. I guess I'm just sick of it being attacked on here. Every week in and week out, I come here to have a good time. <laughs> no, um, I don't think you're pretentious. No, you do. You said it. It's fine. <laughs> it was a joke. You can't. I'm sorry that you can't that take a joke. Paste tube. Okay. I'm sorry that you can't take a joke. Okay. You can't un. Never mind. You can't. I was gonna uns- say you can't unjerk that dick. Um, <laughs> Thank you for saying it, even though you weren't going to. <laughs> I think that's a more, you know, a more poignant way of looking at the classic toothpaste example. You know, once you squeezed out the toothpaste, um, you can't put it back in. Moving on. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> But I, I want you to know, I really don't think you're pretentious. You don't think that I'm pretentious, okay. which you're wrong about. Okay, but, that's fine. Because I'm pretentious, but not in a way that, like, is mean to other people. You know what I mean? Like, I like some pretentious stuff, but I'm not, like, I don't believe in shaming people for what they like. Unless what they like fucking sucks. Right. Like, me buying a ticket to see Reliant K? Hey, I might buy a ticket to go with you. I don't know. The thing is, I already saw them and I met Matt Tyson. So, like, I feel like I kind of peaked in that moment. So, we go to Amy's apartment. (laughs) This episode is a train wreck. We go to Amy's apartment. She's talking on the phone with Ricky. It's very domestic. She's, like, washing dishes. He's hanging out at his apartment. And then he's like, I thought you were going to give up the French horn. And she's like... Just, I don't think it's going to be my career. Which, Which I think is beautiful. But, that's good. But, I think that's good. What? <laughs> but, What's up? But, but, um, in the previously on, it is stressed how Amy is like, don't tell anybody. Promise not to tell anybody, but I'm giving up the French horn. And here he is and he's like, oh, Ashley told me, like, aren't you giving up the French horn? Yeah. And she's like, eh, whatever. But that's the thing. I think when you tell Ashley and say don't tell anyone, you know she's just going to tell everyone. Yeah, true. But then Amy says something and she's like, you sound snotty. And he's like, I'm just tired. And she's like, yeah, you little bitch. I know what fucking tired is. Um, Because I've also taken care of our son. Guess what? I did this for like a whole year. Yeah. And then. You can't even handle it for two weeks. Hmm. Yeah. And then Amy starts to float the idea of spending, like, an extra day or two in New York City. And Ricky is like, you are a woman. You need to come home. You're already being away for four weeks. No. That was wild to me that she asked for, like, two extra days. And he was like, how dare you? You selfish witch. (laughs) Then we find out that they give these, like, one or two days alone at this, um teen mother music camp so that way the dads can fly yeah yeah (laughs) and 
couples can stay in apartments and she's like i'm gonna watch my friend's kids and like meet their boyfriends um also where did bristol palin go i thought we were gonna see her more i would have made a bigger deal about her being in the episode but i thought she was gonna show up in more than one was it really bristol palin yeah (laughs) no (laughs) yeah you're lying to me. I swear to God. Look up Bristol Palin's Secret Life of the American Teenager. No! No, it's not. Holy fuck! Would you think I would lie about something like that? I thought we were joking that she was Bristol Palin because her name was Bristol. I didn't realize that was actually Bristol Palin. Yeah, it was actually Bristol Palin, but we'll never see her again. What the hell? Wait. I just feel like my whole life's been a kind of a lie. (laughs) I truly thought that was a bit we were doing. I didn't realize. No, the bit is that she's Yo-Yo Ma. Anyway, now that I've broken Jesse's brain. You know what? Um, actually, um, could I could I do a different um, biblical context? Sure. It's for July 6th of 2010, but I think it's important. Bristol Palin's role in Secret Life of an American Teenager, first of all, not the right name, does not mean she will pursue acting. <laughs> The first sentence of this article, Bristol Palin's acting debut was about as successful as her mother's run for vice presidency. (laughs) Drag her, Daily News! Okay. Okay, sorry. No, that's... I just can't fucking believe that that was actually (laughs) Bristol Palin. You've ruined me. I can't believe you didn't know. How would I know what Bristol Palin looks like? I don't know. I I am spending so much time on the wiki. Oh, yeah. And I'm spending so much time on, like, QAnon. So, like... (laughs) I probably should have recognized her, too, honestly. So, weird, very different. It's actually... The Secret Life wiki is kind of a subreddit of QAnon. And I don't think we've talked about that enough. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of overlap. Yeah, unfortunately. So Ben tries to call Amy in the middle of this, like, call with Ricky. She's, like, mad. And then Ricky is, like, even angrier. And he's, like, put him out of his misery. Break up with him. And Amy's, like, I'm sorry. I really think it's none of your business. Yeah, and also, like, she fully broke up with him when he saw her in New York. Why do we keep pretending this didn't happen? And then... She's like, you're tired and cranky. And Ricky is like, okay, well, let's do this little thought about what if we, what if Ben didn't try to pursue you when you got pregnant and we were dating and then I could come out for the extra days after the music program. And Amy is like, okay. And she's like, I don't need anybody to rescue me. I rescued myself. Oh, and he's like, yeah, well, if you rescued yourself, then how come I'm watching my own son right now, huh? She's like, I'd say I rescued you. And she's like, oh, so you're stepping up as a father. Mm -hmm. Wow. Congratulations. She's like, you're literally his dad. That's your job. So then I do love, though, that she didn't like 
she didn't let him off the hook with this. Amy's become so mature. Oh my god, no, because so Ricky hangs up on her. He's like fucking pissed. He hangs up on her and then he's like, Why the hell did I do that? And he calls her back and she's immediately like, Hey, sorry. I know it must be frustrating to like think about me staying out here for extra time. Will you at least like think about it? And he's like I was like, That's so mature. That's so mature, Amy. We love to see she's- it. She's the only character on the show that has ever exhibited any sort of growth. And it's only because she went off to film The Descendants with George Clooney. This is Ricky Erasure. Adrian Erasure. How has Adrian grown? She... The only thing about Ricky is that grown is his penis whenever a woman walks by, am I right? Adrian has grown. She's sure. she's become a lot more. Yeah, I know they've all grown. I I, no, I made no, a generalization. I think three characters on this show have grown. I can't win with you. I can't win with you. <laughs> well, it's a it's a lot to go from only Amy has grown to they all have grown. You're telling me Ashley has grown as a character? Yeah, she's grown more annoying. <laughs> I guess. If we're talking negative and positive growth, everyone has grown. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like trying to have a serious conversation with you and you're like... I'm trying to have a serious... I... I made one generalization and I'm being crucified <laughs> live on the pod. What are you talking about? There's people in the background shouting free Barabbas. I don't understand the reference the bible (laughs) who's that's like the really the the bad criminal murderer guy that pilot was like hey i'm only crucifying one of these people i can crucify jesus who's done nothing wrong or i can crucify this actual criminal who's killed people yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one said this to my mom. So, she, okay, so he wants to fly out to see her. He wants to have a conversation about what they are. And she's like, well, I think we're different things at different times. He's like, Again, I want to. Ta- such a mature view of, like, what oh they are God. to each other. I, I loved hearing that. I know. And he's like, what if I came this weekend? I have the weekend off. I can bring John. And she's like, don't bring John. That's so much flying for a little baby. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, if you're going to come this weekend, I'm also going to come this weekend. So don't bring John. You could laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he says. Or she's like, this is crazy. And he's like, it's time we talked. And she seems like a little anxious. It's it's like, okay. I don't know why yeah. they can't just fucking talk on the phone, but sure. Um, on the phone, it's just not as personal, you know? Yeah, and they also can't. I do say for like a big conversation like that, it, it I think it is better face-to-face where they're trying to like figure out what they want to be to each other. Yeah, I guess it's just like, how does he have the money to buy a plane ticket? I did think of that immediately. Like, where is he getting money for these flights? Um, Is Nora getting out of jail? I like how we just dropped that storyline. Yeah, we will not hear it again. (laughs) So 
We go to the Jurgens kitchen. Ricky is now explaining this situation to George and Anne, and he's begging for 48 hours. And they're like, yes, but where are you going to stay? Promise us you're not going to have sex with Amy if we do this for you. And he's like, I promise. I would never ask you to keep John for me so that way we can fuck Amy. Honestly, that would be such a power move. Should I say we could fuck Amy? (laughs) I'm not engaging with that. I'll go to prison. He says he would never ask for them to keep John so he could fuck Amy. Ricky's very excited. Ashley comes in and he's like, hey, I have to go pick John up. Let's go for a ride. I want to talk. And she's like, no. He's like, and she's like, whatever you have to tell me, you told George and Anne first. So now I won't listen to you. And she like refuses to go with him. She's being a fucking nightmare bitch. Yeah. You could not pay me to care about Ashley when she's on screen. (laughs) Then Ashley like turns to Anne and Anne gives her this big smile and like leaves. Ricky leaves. And then George is like, Ricky is going to see Amy in New York. And this would be a problem for me because. Because you're like. You know what? No, I don't even. Want, I I I hate her. Um, and then and Ashley like, is it's like, "It's more of a problem for you because you know he's taking that flight straight into Pound Town tonight." <laughs> yep. Also, yes. He's leaving tonight. They just decided to do this tonight. How was he getting a ticket? Maybe he's take. Maybe Leo is like letting him f- take his jet plane. Yeah. I... Every time they mention Leo's private jet, I'm so confused how rich the Boykoviches are supposed to be. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay, so... Ashley says that Ricky and Amy are gonna fuck. Yeah, she's like, it really... Oh, I already made that yeah. joke, never mind. And I said that I would kill this bitch. We go to Ben's room. This silver spoon motherfucker is arranging Amy's pictures on his desk. Amy calls. He's super annoying. She's like, can you please stop calling me? I'll talk to you when I'm back. Don't call this weekend. And he's like, okay, I think I could, I think I could not call for this weekend. Because she's like, please stop calling. Don't call me again. I don't want to talk to you. I'll talk to you when I get back. And he's like, well, I don't think I can just not call you. (laughs) And then she's like, okay, just give me this one weekend to leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Ugh, he's being so annoying. Also, like, if you miss her this much, why were you kissing Grace, like, two episodes ago? Yeah. Then Leo comes in. And he's like, what does it mean that she wants to talk to me face to face when she gets back? And he's like, that she wants to talk to you face to face when she gets back. Leo has really become, like the schoolyard bully whenever talking to his son and i think it's good i th- i think it's kind of sad but ben I twists think... it to be like it's clear she wants to see me that's a good step and then leo is like how's adrian and he's like who stupid as hell and he like obviously wasn't listening about the doctor's appointment tomorrow he's like i don't know there's some doctor's appointment whatever and he's like shut the fuck up don't even talk to me about marrying adrian and then Leo's like, where are your friends? It's the last day of school and you are kind of look like a loser. Yeah. LOL, what friends? Yeah. And then he's like, we should have a party here. And Ashley should bring that person that she brought to our wedding. 
And I was like, do you remember when Grant threw a glass of champagne yeah. at your wedding? You want him there at your house again? Broke your... Fuck, what's this called? Swarovski crystal... What are those? Swarovski crystals? Yeah, Swarovski. You know... Yeah. I'm sure that he has Swarovski (laughs) glasses. Um, This was another one of those classic scenes that they used to do where they're like, oh, let me recap who the characters are in this show. I know. But poorly from the point of view of one random character. Yeah. And then Leo, like, continues to push the party and he's like, Amy may never come around. And Ben is like, can you just be on my side? Like, I, you're kind of being a dick. Like, can you be my dad? I think Leo's being fine, honestly, in saying, like, you made a mistake, you really hurt Amy, you need to realize that she's not necessarily going to be in love with you again and not going to want to talk to you for a while. I think that's fine, if he balances that, balances it out with, like, the appropriate well, the, level of empathy. Well, he does straight up, like, schoolyard bully Ben, which, like, I'm fine with because it's Ben. But, like, if I'm actually looking at a real person, he could maybe lay off some of that. Yeah. But, again, because it's Ben Boykovich, I'm actually, I think he should be bullying him harder. He should be giving him swirlies and stealing his lunch money. So... Leo suggests that what Ben actually wants is Adrian and the baby. And Ben is like, I don't want Adrian or the baby. And then Alice and then Leo's like, also Alice and Henry are downstairs and they already invited over everyone over for a party. Cool. Whatever. So then we go to this fucking horrible party. Jack and Madison are talking and Madison is mad that Jack is going to visit his parents and then when that he seems comes reasonable. <laughs> and then when he comes back, he's gonna be doing football camp and he's like, Yeah, but football camp isn't a sleepaway camp, which confirms for us that football camp is not a sleepaway camp. That is so true. It finally <laughs> answers the question of whether or not football camp is a sleepaway camp. And then Grace is going to med camp, but she's like which it was is a sleepaway camp. Because sh- she comes up and she's like, It was shortened this year though. And then Grace is talking to Madison and she's like, don't you just love Jack's parents? I love his mom and his dad. And I was like, we got a couple, like a couple episodes ago, Jack's mom was fully like, I don't, I like Madison. I don't like Grace. That made me laugh so hard because Grace is trying to be like pushing so hard that like she's so close to the family and Madison's like, oh, I only met them once. But like. Jack's family's official stance is stay with Madison yeah. because Grace sucks. <laughs> and then it's so funny. To yeah. Me. And Grace is like, well, I know them really well because of church. And Madison is like, oh, I forgot that you met in church. What Jack also, and I have is so much more than just a belief in God. That's so true. Because um, I'm sure she's making him believe in God every single I was night. I going to say, they're sure screaming God's name every single <laughs> night. <laughs> Um, it also is a little wild to me that Jack doesn't ever be like, hey, um, Madison, just so you know, like, don't feel insecure about Grace knowing my parents more because my mother always tells me to stay with you. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't try to calm her anxiety about that whatsoever. He just lets her keep on thinking. I know. And Madison is like, I I hate that you had sex with Grace. I want to do something with you that you've never done with Grace. 
And Jack is like, we do that all the time. And I was like, anal. <laughs> I also said, are they talking about anal? So, I think they're actually talking about mouth stuff, but like, I like to think it's anal. Yeah. Well, no, I thought they were talking about mouth stuff in that they do that all the time, but I thought what they were going to do that Grace and Jack did <laughs> yes, was anal. Was anal. <laughs> so, she was going to offer up her behind <laughs> Then we go to Lauren and Jesse and... Oh my, and they're just having the exact same conversation that Madison and Jack yeah. just had, basically. Jesse is, like, going to be away all summer and they're talking about having sex or something. I said, I don't know. I couldn't care. Yeah. Um, I just want... All I want is for Lauren to get some good dick. And that's... I don't really I want Lauren to that. be a lesbian. Because she says something. She's like... She says some line. She's like, it's not even, like, having a boyfriend dating you. And I was like girl you that want sounds a ideal girlfriend yeah so then we go to griffin and grant like, and grant feels like griffin's date and griffin's like well peter's supposed to come he's out to his family but he might not be comfortable dating and griffin is like being like respectful of that and then grant sees grace and abandons griffin and also, how come every time these two cousins are together, they have to make some comment about how they feel like they're dating? They're like, someone in this cousins. writer's room has something weird about cousins. Also, <laughs> that's, it's like the season six episode of Community. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. But... Griffin is being so respectful of, like, Peter's status of being, like, he is out to his family, but he might not be out to everyone, and he might not want to date. And then, yeah. like, later we find... And then the find... second Peter <laughs> actually talks to him, Griffin is pissed. Yeah. So, but anyway, so... I, I actually, I do understand that on a deeply personal level of being, like, really mature when I'm talking to other people and being like, yeah, you know, like, I don't even care. Like... It doesn't matter to me what he does. Like, I I respect him either way. And then, like, as soon as he does something that I don't like, I'm like, this motherfucker can get out of my damn life. Yeah. You know, it's easy to be mature when you're talking about hypothetical situations to people that you want to look good at. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You would not believe Aaron just threw Fern across the room. I did not throw her across the room. Aaron picked Fern up and punted her for 50 (laughs) yards. I picked Fern up by the scruff of her neck and placed her on the bed. Placed is a strong (laughs) word for what that was. So. (laughs) It was like a magic trick, like the rabbit being pulled out of the hat. (laughs) So Grant and Grace have a conversation and Grant is like, I don't like how Jack lives in your guest house you loved him enough to have sex with him once you probably are always gonna love him enough to fuck him again that's so true and she like puts her hand on his shoulder and instills confidence and he's like (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) i love that that's how they clocked each other he's like i have a picture from my parents wedding night but it's ripped in half and she's like, I have a picture of my parents' wedding night, but it's ripped in half. And they put it together in their different pictures. But Grant also <laughs> Grant also went to med camp. He was an obstruct obstruct obst- <laughs> He was an obstructor of the peace. <laughs> he was an obstruction of justice. Obstetrics. 
because he thought it would make him sexier. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm going to be elbow deep in poon for (laughs) weeks. Why would you say something like that? So, do you think... Every time I say something like that, an image of Grant flashes in front of my face, and I feel so Our horrible. Our friend Grant? Yes, yeah. that they have to listen to this bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I think that's warranted. I think that should be your punishment. Jack comes up, and he's like, Grace, can I talk to you alone? Is it okay if I have company at the guest house tonight, if we promise not to do anything? And she's just like, what the fuck are you saying? Then we have Matt. Madison is talking to Jesse and Lauren, but they're like making Jesse and Lauren are like making out. And she's like, what if we all slept together? Not like sex, but like that's something Jack and Grace didn't do is they didn't just like sleep together. So what if we there's like true there's like bunk beds. We could just like sleep together. Didn't. Jack and Grace? No, because he left because... But, like, on a prior occasion, didn't they spend a night together or no? I don't think so. Okay. So, then we go to Grant and Ashley and Adrian, who have just walked into the party. And Grant comes up to Ashley and is like, me and Grace both want to be doctors. And Ashley's like, since when? He's like, since always. And then he turns to Adrian and goes, you Adrian? She says, yeah. And he goes, heard about the baby. And she goes, yeah. And what about it? Yeah. And he goes, I studied obstetrics. I can't say this fucking word. I obstructed justice last summer. He's like, I studied OB. Just like that baby's obstructing your sex life right now. I studied OB at med camp. She's like, Really? you know about babies? And he's like, yeah. She's like, do I know you? And he says, I'm Grant. She's like, huh. And then Ashley goes, is it about? me or is it boring in here? And I said, Ashley, in this situation, it's actually not you. It's incredibly boring. Well, that's a, this whole pirate part, this whole party is so boring. This party. This party. So, Ash, so Adrian leaves. Ashley talks to Grant, and she's like, "I hate parties. I'm no good at parties." It's like, no, hon, you're just no good. True. Then Alice and Henry are like outside, and they're like jump dancing. Which I why felt- are they? No one else is dancing. The music is barely in the background. I forgot music was playing for most of it. Honestly, this is something that I would do. Unfortunately. And I, that's my, that's my cross to bear. <laughs> Bye, Jesse. So they're talking about how summers come and go, but babies stay for a lifetime. So Ben's life is over. Then we go that's back. That's so true, in... actually. Ben's life. I normally would disagree with that statement, but I do think Ben's life is over. Yeah. Then we go back inside. Griffin is taking a burger off of a silver platter and he like sees Peter from across the room. And he, and walks he licks up. the mustard off his fingers. <laughs> and we see... Sucks one dry at a time. <laughs> and we see Peter and he has a blonde girl next to him. Yes, and he's her... got a lovely gold digging beard and I <laughs> think she's great. I love Haley. I hope we see her for the next... 
three seasons. Me too. So Haley is looking for the sausage prince. Ashley comes up to Griffin and he's like, hey, have you decided not to be a bitch? And she's like, yep. Haley, come on. So Peter and Griffin can be alone. She's a gay ally. Um, It's the only thing (laughs) she has going for her. Ashley is like, I can introduce you to Ben, Haley. Um, but I could also introduce you to the person he's having a baby with. And she's like, oh my God, why is, are all the good ones having babies? That's so true. I think that all the time. Then Griffin just turns. He went from being a respectful gay and like explaining to Grant that Peter might not want to date or like be publicly out. And now Griffin turns to Peter and is like, this is so embarrassing for you. You're, I can't believe you're here with a girl. Like, I would usually have more sympathy, but, like, you're out. Like, you came out to your parents, so, like, there's, there's no reason. so many layers of being out, Grant, and you should understand this. <laughs> Griffin. Fucking A! <laughs> They're kind of the same character. They are not. One... Well, that's the thing. They're kind of the same character in that, according to the show's universe, they are one at least once. I don't know what I'm saying. One of them is a log cabin Republican. And the, and other... the other one's Grant. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was arrested at 19 in a domestic terrorist plot. That's really not funny to joke about. <laughs> Sure. So <laughs> this on the day that Dick Cheney leaves the hospital. <laughs> um, I need to plug my computer in. So Griffin says, <laughs> this "Getting out of my chair on camera is always the worst." I'm having a grand old Ow. time. Ow! And the thing you can't see as the listener is that they are fully nude from the bottom. <laughs> not true i'm wearing <laughs> shorts <laughs> every time i record this pos this podcast it's just pussy out <laughs> it's like i'm at the obgyn on both ends <laughs> your pussy's out too yeah he's right behind me <laughs> so- i mean in a way um I'm still kind of sick, obviously. So Griffin says that Peter can't go back in the closet and he says, I can if I want. And Peter's So true. It's so powerful. Normalizing go normalize going back in the closet. Yeah. Um, especially if you're doing X Game Ministries. But only if they're running you your coin. If you're doing X Game Ministries for free, you're doing something wrong, let me tell you. <laughs> Um, so Peter's like, you can't tell Haley I'm gay. Um, and Griffin is like, fine. And then I was kind of like, is this whole scenario like sexy role play for them? It feels like it, especially later in the episode. (laughs) So then we go to Ben and Tom and Ben is just bitching about Amy. And poor, this is the first time Tom has been sympathetic in at least a season and a half. Yeah. (laughs) I feel so bad for him to be in that conversation. Yeah. But then 
Ben is like, it's a, it's good news that like Amy wants to see me in person. And he's like, well, Tammy wanted to see me and now she's married. And then Ashley comes up and introduces Haley to Ben. And Ben is like, no offense, but I'm not interested. Like, okay, we know what Haley was after, but how presumptuous of Ben. Yeah. And someone says something like, what's wrong with you? Ashley. Does Ashley say that to Ben? Yeah. Okay. But then Ashley, like, lets it slip that Ricky's flying to New York to see Amy this weekend. Doesn't let it slip. Shouts it at him. (laughs) Like, oh, you know what's going to make you feel bad? So, and then Ben is like, what? And Adrian is like, what? And Ashley justifies it by saying, I'm really not. pretty bad at parties. (laughs) I'm really not good at parties. So then we go to... That's not being not good at parties. That's just being, like, a dummy. Yeah. This episode is prime content, I think. This episode is brought to you by, um, Gossip Girl? (laughs) What the fuck are you saying? So then we go to Amy's apartment. Ricky comes in. He hasn't gone to his hotel yet. He wants to shower. And she's like, well, you can shower here. I have a really nice shower and bathtub. Mm. And she's like, I'm so excited to show you New York. And he's like, Amy, I'm not here to see New York. And then she goes, I've missed John instead of I've missed you. And then Ricky is, like, emotional talking about John, and they hug, and it's very cute. Yeah. I'm rooting for these kids, let me tell you. Honestly, this episode, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I kind of like these two together. As the only two people on this show, we've done growth. Now that we've just kind of, like, brushed by the, like, iffy consent of it all. You know? Do you have something to say? I honestly don't. Okay. Why did it look like you were going to say something? I couldn't think of a joke. Okay. Anyway, so then we go to the I guess I just don't think it's funny to joke about stuff like that, you know? I'm not joking about it. We really did brush by the iffy consent. We are brushing past iffy consent. It's weird. And we. This show is weird. Like, just like remembering that part of it always makes me feel weird, you know? Yes. So then we go to the guest house. Amy and Lauren are sleeping chastely. They're sleeping... Madison and Lauren. <laughs> Madison and Lauren. Madison and Lauren, um, are sleep- again, no bottoms and sleeping <laughs> spoon together. No, they're They've sleeping... They've been scissoring all night. <laughs> That's actually kind of accurate because they're sleeping they're head sleeping. to foot. <laughs> Their heads They've are just on... finished vigorously scissoring and they're tuckered out, frankly. <laughs> Enough of that. So they're, they are, but they're sleeping, like, head to foot on the bottom bunk of this bunk bed. It's 4.30 in the morning. Everyone is irritated. Jesse wants to sleep with Lauren in the bed, and Tom said no to sleeping in the same beds. He's like, sorry. So Tom and Jack are sleeping in the recliners. Madison and Lauren are sleeping together, and Jesse's sleeping in the top bunk. Yes, because it, again, is gay for... Um, <laughs> Jesse and Jack to share a bed. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, 
Then we go to the I boat. Think this, I think this did serve its purpose, though, because it did give Lauren and Madison a good venue to explore each other's bodies. We go to the Bowman kitchen. Grace and Grant are making out. In the previous scene, we did realize it was 4.30 in the morning. So it is 4.30 in the morning, and they're making out in the Bowman kitchen. Then Disgusting. they, they like, say goodbye to each other, and they say goodbye to each other by going, Bye, doctor. And I was like, gross. This is porn. <laughs> Jeff comes down. He's, like, mad that, you know, it's so late. And Grace is like, Grant followed me home to make sure I got home safe. And I was like, sure. So that's- you realize why that's a red flag, right, Grace? Like, that's actually actively worse than yeah. if you came back together. Like, the this sentence- Michael Myers looking ass is behind you on the way home. The sentence, Grant followed me home. No. Nightmares. Yes. I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. So Jeff is like, don't fuck anyone at med camp. That's not what med camp is for. It's for like you to figure out what you want to do with your life. And Grace is like, tonight is what I want to do with my life. I want to stay up till 4 a.m. And I want to kiss boys and I want to go to parties. And I was like. That's fun for like two weeks, maybe. This is when Grace joins the bling ring. Oh, I want to (laughs) rob. I want to rob. So Jeff is like, I just came down to grab Kathleen some pie. No context there. Did they just finish? Well, that's the thing. After he finished her off, she had to finish off that pie. That's what I'm saying. Because remember when her and Marshall would fuck and then they'd eat cookies and milk? I had some cookies and milk today. If you know what I'm saying. Every day, my patience grows thinner. And every day, Grace's patients grow more weary of having their shoulders touched. Oh, that's a funny joke. Patience. Yeah, I could tell by the way you didn't laugh and then <laughs> said that's a funny joke. So then we go to Peter and Griffin. They're having a sleepover. And Peter is like, you've been talking nonstop for two hours. Griffin and Ashley are the same person. (laughs) So um, Griffin is like, oh, I must be nervous. And then they start talking about how Griffin has had sex. And Peter's like, we're not having sex until we know each other better. And then Haley sits up in bed and we find out that she's in a bed and Peter and Griffin are on the floor on either side of the bed. Hot. And she's like, I'm trying to sleep. And, he, and Peter's like, you can't tell anyone. And Haley's like, oh, I'm definitely going to out you to literally everyone I literally know. Literally everyone. I can't wait to out you. <laughs> um, also, real quick question before we move on. Who do we think is topping? It's <laughs> Haley, right? <laughs> so... I think they're going to cuck Haley. And that's going to be their thruple dynamics for the rest of the show. (laughs) Any speculations? I just remembered I can't leave the Zoom recording because... If I leave, it won't let me back on for like 10 minutes while the 
file from the recording downloads. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but Haley is scandalized that there is yet another pregnant girl at Griffin School. And she's like, what is going on at that high school? And yeah, and- like, oh, no pregnant girls at your school? And Haley's like, yeah, a lot, actually. I was hoping to be one of them. And she's like, I'm kidding. And Peter looks, like, horrified that he, like, feels like he just dodged a bullet. Yeah. Because I guess he thought that she meant that she was going to seduce him and impregnate herself with his seed. I think... No, because she starts this conversation by being, like, still pissed about Ben. Well, that's the thing. She's still hoping that, um... For lack of a better word, that sausage. So we go to Ben and Alice and Henry. They're having a threesome sleepover on the couch. So many orgies in this episode. (laughs) And Ben is like, I don't want to be a dad. And he says, it's impossible that him and Amy are going to be friends. And then we go to Adrian sleeping in Ben's bed. Leo's on the phone with Ruben. And he's just, like, standing over her in he's bed. He's watching her sleep. So <laughs> scary. And Ruben is happy that Adrian is sleeping in Ben's bed because he thinks that they're, like, moving forward in their relationship. And then it's the next morning. Ashley is letting Moose into the kitchen. And she's like, that's the last fucking time you're ever sleeping in my room. Yeah, we just have to remi- remember that Moose is alive real quick. Yeah, well, he the thing is is that he did just dial 911 repeatedly <laughs> <laughs> throughout the whole night. So, uh, let's just finish this out. I can't think anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> we go to Ricky and Amy. There's like subtext between them. They start making out. Hot. We go to Adrian and Ruben. She shows Ruben the first sonogram and Ruben is obsessed with finding out the gender and she's like, we don't know it yet. They're both excited about the baby. We go to Ben and Alice and Henry and now Ben has the sonogram. He's into the idea now. He hopes it's a girl. And Henry Gross. is- He should not be a girl daddy. <laughs> and <laughs> Henry is like, if you have a baby girl, you get to teach her about the birds and the bees. Fucked up. <laughs> Henry should be in prison. And Ben says that he he is going to marry Adrian and he's going to learn to love her. And Alice is like, okay, well, if you propose marriage to Adrian, why don't you like leave out the part where you talk about learning to love her? And Henry is like, no, like, don't you do shouldn't this. do this. And then they're both like, you wouldn't marry Adrian to get back at Ricky and Amy, would you? And even the thought that, that that's like something that they would think about is... Well, the fact that they think so lowly of Ben that that's what they assume immediately. And the fact that it's also 100% true. Yeah. Just shows you everything. This was the episode where I'm like, okay, I think What's-His-Name-Who-Plays-Ben is a fantastic actor. Because I've never hated a character more. Yeah. And it takes a lot to get, like, that just illicit rage out of me. I know. So... We finished this episode with a scene with Amy and Ricky. They're, like, talking, and it just kind of, like, progresses through the day. They're sitting on the couch. They're talking about... It's, like, first date vibes. They're talking about, like, what they like, 
and they're this talking about this is actually really sweet jazz and jerry lewis and yeah it also shows that again none of these people have talked to a teenager in at least <laughs> no. 50 years because the movie that they both love is dumb and dumber and then they get chinese food and yeah, Ricky's after like, he's like pissed that she's not a fan of the Marx Brothers or the <laughs> Three Stooges, and then they get Chinese food, right? Yeah. And Ricky is like, "Oh, I don't eat much pork," and she goes, "Because you're Jewish." <laughs> Which is when like, is that bad? <laughs> not something we've ever known about Ricky. <laughs> well. His response is just also like... Yeah, his response is that he's half Jewish. Yeah, his father his... never ate pork, but or like his father would beat, beat me, and, me my and my mom, mom, but he would never eat pork. And she, Amy's response is to go, oh, Ricky, your childhood is so sad and scary. I will say that is a pretty typical interaction between like someone who had like a really traumatic past and makes jokes about it and like someone who hasn't you know yeah i just also wild writing though yeah and he goes don't feel sorry for me and then they laugh about how amy's nothing like her parents and she's like why is that funny and he's like because i've been living with them for the past two weeks and they giggle and it's kind of sweet and then more time passes and now they talk about the ashley kiss and she's like did you feel anything and he's like regret and he's like, maybe I felt a little something. I'm a guy. I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel anything. And she's like, would you have sex with Ashley? And he's like, depending on how aggressive she was and if your parents were home. I'm joking. I'd never sleep with Ashley unless you were dead. Funny joke, actually. And then he's like, I should get going. I told your parents we wouldn't do anything. And she's like, we're not doing anything. And he's like, yeah. all right, cut the cameras. When are we going to fuck again? Cut the camera with dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I don't know if we're ever going to have sex again. Could you ever not sleep with every girl you got the chance with? And he's, he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, for you, I could. And she's like, that's something to say versus do. Like, I'd have to see it. And also, you'd have to get tested. <laughs> HIV. Which, like, in a way, I get. But also, holy shit, Amy. <laughs> it's not even like, I want you to get tested for STDs. It's... <laughs> anyway, and he's like... And she's like, and you'd still have to wear condoms. And he's like, well, you'd have to be on the pill. And she's like, well, Debbie Ryan Hairtuck, I am on the pill. And he's like... Wait a second, who, why are you on the pill? She's like, because of you. And then he's like, do you want more kids? And she's like, I don't know, I love John. He's cute, I'm cute, you're cute, we're a cute family. Well, we're not a family, but whatever we are, we're cute. She doesn't know what she wants them to be, yes. it's too Amy soon to decide. wants more exercising her ability to de declare what is and isn't a family. <laughs> yeah, and then Ricky is like, maybe it's time we decide what we are. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. The episode would have ended so much better. Like, when I first got on the Zoom with you, I thought the episode had ended because that made sense to end with, like, the kiss, you know? Yeah. But then there's a commercial break and 
eight minutes. So that was the worst thing I've ever watched. (laughs) Again, the only parts I've liked lately are Amy's parts because she's been kind of a delight. Um, I do have to say I am a fan of this Raimi nonsense. This was the first episode where I could finally see them together. You know what I mean? I know I've been slow on the Ricky train. That's sarcasm. I've loved Yeah, Ricky. I'm not engaging with that because it's such a wild degree of horse shit being said. Thanks. But You're welcome. Anyway, this is Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers. We just recapped season three, episode 10. My girlfriend's back. My Otherwise, pussy and no, my yeah. crack. <laughs> my girlfriend's back is being blown out in New York and I can't do anything to stop it. Um, I'm Aaron. I'm Jesse. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon at your two gay friends. You can follow Jesse at GoJesse2K20 on Twitter. You can follow our other podcast at Never Been Cool. You can leave us a voice message on Anchor. You can send us an email at SL with Jesse and Aaron at gmail.com. And you can rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Yes, you can also find Jesse on Tinder. You cannot, you will never Swipe be able right. to find Aaron on Tinder. Yeah, Aaron um, was banned for laundering money, I believe. So, the thing is, <laughs> is that you should get our Patreon because at some point, very soon, I'm going to upload Jess, me doing therapy on Jesse, and Jesse is playing Ashley. Oh my lord! Yes. Some of the names got changed, but we'll 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 put the new character names so you can understand it. I am posting our blooper one where we both start laughing. Yeah, we just go on like Secret Life bits for. <laughs> yeah. At the end, that was fun. Very good. Is that the one where I else? I'm not going to spoil it. So, but yes, um, that will be some cash on the Patreon. It's only a dollar. It helps us um, find the motivation not to end it all and keep doing this show week after week. Yeah. Plus, there's some fun stuff on there. Um, I'll be posting um, Sean Johnson's mother's recipe for (laughs) pumpkin bread as if that's original content, not something I'm stealing from her. I'll be posting Jesse's social security number. Yeah, um, once we get to 50 patrons, um, you can steal my identity. Once we get to 50 patrons, Jesse is writing a self-insert fan fiction. That is true. Of That te- um, takes place during uh, Just Say Me. Yeah, Just Say Me into the mother-daughter dance. Yeah. It's going to be really good. I have some plots. Um, also, um, our 100th Patreon gets to replace me as the host of this podcast. <laughs> oh, that's so funny because actually our, um, how many patrons do we have right now? Our next patron gets to replace me for the podcast. So. Yeah, actually our next two patrons get to take over the podcast. <laughs> and we'll go, like, enjoy our lives again. <laughs> our email to get into our anchor account is... And our password is... I'll fill that in later. Okay. Bye. Have a good day. Do we just not hope for things anymore? Is that just done? I hope you... (laughs)
feel secure in your identity and know that it's okay that coming out is a fluid process and so is sexuality and gender and that if you've come out and then you realize that maybe what you've come out as is not what fully represents you it's okay to explore that yeah and i hope you don't cancel me when i reveal that i'm straight actually i've decided (laughs) to go back in the closet um much like peter yeah bye bye can you harmonize with me no i can't i'm bad at harmonizing you you start and i'll harmonize okay Bye. <laughs> that was bad. That was a bad interval. That Bye, feels everyone. like a good place to stop. I love me a Doc Martin. Do you think Doc Mar- Martin went to med camp with Grace and Grant? You're so annoying. What? I'm asking a serious question. I'm trying to engage with your story and bring it back to the show. That is not a serious question. Do I think? Yeah. Doc. Doc Martin? He's a doctor, right? You can't just call yourself Doc if you're not a doctor. What if he has a PhD, Jesse? Yeah, then he's a doctor. You don't go to med? But not really. You have to go to med camp to get a PhD. No, you don't. Really? Someone's been lying to me, I guess. That's the reason I wasn't going to be a PhD, because I didn't go to med camp. I'm not going to be a PhD, because that is so much fucking school. Well, that's the thing. I can't even get a, like, a master's seems too ambitious for me right now at this point in my life. Not for me. It's not for me, love. <laughs>